Welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we encourage you to reach for the immeasurably more life with Christ. From discussions on scripture, to poetic messages, to dreaming big with Jesus, you will enjoy a variety of episodes brought to you by Shelley Wilson Ministries. To find out more about Shelley Wilson Ministries and the many resources available to you, please visit our website at www.shellywilsonministries.org. Hey you guys, it's Shelly. Welcome to this week's 320 podcast. So I'm sitting down today after just really kind of seeking the Lord about what it is he might want to do for you guys this week in the way of discussion um, on the podcast. And, you know, there's something that probably I'm walking through in my own life and ministry, uh, and I'm watching some friends walk through it as well, but is it is so biblical, and I think it bears uh, enough importance that it needs to be pointed out. I'm not sure what I'm going to call this podcast yet, but it, in essence, it's talking about how we tend to be creatures of habit. And maybe that'll be the title of the podcast. Because um, what happens, I've noticed in my own life, is when I see God do something one way, I expect Him to do it that way every time. And I can tell you over, over these years, especially the last 10 years, it has not been true. <laughs> Uh, you know, we tend to like to follow everything we do can fall into a ritual or a pattern or, or even a tradition of man, right? And it, it was never that God wrote a doctrine for it as much as he was just doing something in a moment. And I was kind of thinking about that this week as God has really called me to lay some things down in the ministry that um, have been very good yet the season for it is finished. And in order to move into a new thing with him, then I've got to release some things from my hand. And uh, I, I find that I, I'm better at that than I used to be, but it's always a little difficult for me if I'm just really honest with you. But even when I was pondering the scriptures and the, the healings of, of Jesus, when he was walking the earth and healing people, he never really did it the same way twice. You know, um, he, sometimes he he uh, he spit in the mud and put it on the blind man's eyes, right? But he didn't do that every time, right? Um, and I was thinking about even even deliver even the deliverance aspect of things when he when he sets you know the man free of the legions of demons in him. Uh, how he spoke, what he said, the interaction was very different than the unclean spirit that showed itself in the synagogue when Jesus was talking. And, and Jesus very firmly says, be silent. Um, you know, and I, I've, I've had to really think about that because this keeps us in a perpetual state of sometimes insanity because what happens is we're so afraid to let go of something we've always done uh, when we've done it a certain way, or maybe it's just a certain program, a certain uh, aspect, whether it's church or ministry or even in business, right? Uh, in my business life, you know, we had to learn to change uh, with, with uh, industry methods and all of that. And in the kingdom, we learn to move with Jesus. And uh, the scripture says the Holy Spirit blows where it wants 
spirit goes where he wants. You know, the spirit is a is a person, you know, of the Godhead, and he's as much God as Christ and the Father um, with our triune Godhead. And so my my job is to simply follow him. And, and quite frankly, he's always going somewhere. But I think sometimes we always stall out in a thing or in a place or in a uh, with a certain persons or in a certain position, and and we don't make a move forward because um, honestly, God's already moved ahead of us, and we're unwilling to go into that place. And you know, I've I've been so aware of um, this, I, and I can speak to this. Let let me just speak in in the area of worship because it's it's a personal matter for me that God just recently. Um, unveiled to me. So, you know, I began with Jesus and I did a lot of worship leading in the very beginning with him. And uh, over time, you know, God began to give me, you know, songs to pen and release that are still worship, but not in the sense of what we kind of have called worship today. Um, And so the last few years, God began to... um, drop songs in my heart even while I was on a platform in a moment sing a new song his word says and I don't think I ever realized that might possibly be a song that's not been written yet and never will be written again every time he has done that for me I've never remembered what I said or what the lyrics were and it wasn't recorded necessarily uh, for an album Uh, and I began to learn how different God can move through worship. Um, in the last few years, he had he had I've mentioned this before on past podcasts that um, he put me with a group of prophetic people. And let me just say this to you: if you if you want to get stirred up in the Holy Spirit, then you better be around people who operate in the Spirit. Because if you're in a place that's dead or void of the Spirit, there is no stirring up that's probably going to happen there. And uh, the thing is, what's sad is we often don't know what we don't know. And so we just, we stay in, stay in a grave and we don't even know we're in a grave. But I, um, the minute I stepped up there with them, it was like all of the sudden God would give me visions that I would be singing. Um, you know, David, who, who led our worship at the time, uh, before he moved, he he knew how to steward well worship. He knew how to steward the presence of God. He knew how to hit a chord and just stay there. He was never bound by a chorus or a song and its structure. He went wherever the Spirit went. And if that meant all of a sudden, uh, and this actually happened, where we're singing a, a known song, but all of a sudden, uh, he hears in practice, and then I hear later during the service this little light of mine, although it wasn't the typical melody to this little light of mine, and, and I just began to sing it like we did in rehearsal, and it was just like, oh my gosh, uh, I, you know, talk about breaking the traditions of man and what we think the construct of worship looks like, because oftentimes we actually don't give God a chance to respond, Right? And so what we do is we create a structure for something because it makes us feel better that we have a structure, whether it's a three or four song structure before the sermon or whatever. We never really give time 
to the Holy Spirit to respond, to move, to work. Can he work during the structure or through the structure? Sure he can. But I can promise you that most of the places he works uh, very uh, fruitfully in, it's a freeing place where there is less structure and more more time given to the spirit because sometimes the music and his lyrics and his very presence it'll take a moment for him to come and do and till up the ground and the hard hearts and and do things that he's trying to do and you know so I think of the worship area and I go wow God has really he really has taken me outside of the box in worship and even in an upcoming event you know I'll be I'll be playing a, a piano instrumental but there's no lyrics to it, right? Right, Because I'm going to give God, I'm going to give him the opportunity to speak to the people and, and me just to be a conduit for him um, and give him some time and space, even if it's nothing but silence and prayer to work. And so, you know, whether it's worship or how we preach or what you think your ministry should be doing, um sometimes God does a certain thing a certain way and he's never going to do it that way again we see that here all the time in deliverance we see that when people get visions can God pattern a gift in your life yes he patterns poetry for me I know his way with me through poetry I have women in my rooms who are receiving visions now and he has a pattern with each one as to how he prominently uh, pulls out the gifts he has placed in them. And so we're learning their gifts as God brings those forward. And we're trying to steward those well, learn more about how he wants to use their gifts and those kind of things. But we also have to be super careful. And this is almost a little bit of a warning, especially to any of my ladies who are listening from our groups, that we've got to be super careful not to always expect God to do the same thing again. Right? Will he do some of the similar things with your gifts? Yes. But even even in deliverance, you know what I've learned? There might be some things I can do the same way, but every deliverance is different. Why? Because every life is different. Every heart is different. They've been exposed to things in their past that not everybody has been exposed to. They have certain heart pains that need to that God wants to heal that other people don't have. So you see, if I if I get set on a certain pattern, I'm probably going to miss the unique ministry of a single person. And it's the same way in in business or in any ministry God wants to raise up. That there is a Ecclesiastes three. I think I shared this last week. There is a time to build. And a time to to tear down, and you know, there's a time. Uh, this isn't necessarily in the scripture, but I would say there's a time to start something and a time to end something. Right? There's always a beginning and always an end. And I and I was saying uh, the other day in something I wrote, all good things must come to an end. And you know what? To a measure, that's true. When we look at the history of revivals, they didn't all just go on forever. Is God still at work upon the upon the earth? Of course, He is. But when we see a revival come, we see a real manifestation of the Holy Spirit 
having his way in a place and a space with people, right? He's not, uh, he's not bound by man. He's not um, under anybody's authority, and he never should be. But oftentimes, we keep the spirit at bay. And in those places, it's like he's come in and taken over, you know, like he's taken possession of his land, which was always his. And so I just this last week, in, in, in talking with some friends, I'm like, you know, there are just some times when I think we have to be willing to say, you know what, that was in the past. And God is just not calling us to continue that anymore. So what is it God is wanting to do now? Because here's the thing. When things come to an end, it doesn't always mean that something went wrong, y'all. It doesn't mean that we failed. It doesn't mean that we sinned or that we made some kind of error. Sometimes it's just finished. And, and we cannot create a pattern of the past, right? Because he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? It's, it's interesting. Uh, I will be doing uh, an event that I used to do actually many years ago called Night at the Well. I used to do it here in East Texas where uh, once a quarter I had an, an evening where there was music and uh, poetry uh, that God had given me and just a message from God's heart. And I would bring in a lot of friends who would, uh, some of my songwriter friends um, and, and people who just wanted to minister. And, you know, when God brought that back to me a, a few weeks ago, I was like, Lord, why would we do that again? And it was just as if he said, because we're just, you're just not going to do it the same, Shelly. You know, I don't want you to pattern this after what was. You know, this is a new season. I have new fresh words for them through my word. You know, I, I want you to teach them how to be still. I want you to teach them um, how I can move in worship even when everybody's quiet. I want you to teach them how I can drop a word of knowledge in your spirit that you can sing over them and, and that they can know I see them. And see, if I were to go back, and it's very tempting, can I just be honest? If I were to pre to pre-plan my night at the well coming up in July, just like I used to do it, then I would be in error because God is not going to follow suit with that pattern this season. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not even sure he's going to give me the message till I step up there. And I've, I've learned that I'm going to have to be okay with that kind of leading of the Spirit because it's really His, his me meeting. It's His message. It's his, uh, it's his program. And, you know, I, I've, in so much of that, can I just say there's a freedom that comes because I know I don't have any control. And I know that He has all the control. And if I will just be faithful to show up and to do the things I know to do, then he's super faithful because he wants to minister to the people way more than even I want to minister to the people. And the thing is, he knows exactly what they need. So he's not necessarily going to uh, maybe deal with each one of them in the same exact way. He may give me a poem for uh, a few people, and then he may have me sing a song that's relevant to a few hearts. He may have me lay hands on people for healing uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even praying some deliverance prayers over those who, those who were in some real demonic bondage. And I am learning still, girls and guys, that I have to go where the Spirit goes. 
and it can be super uncomfortable, especially when you're surrounded by people who just don't know how to do that because they're more comfortable in the confines of a structure. And so I, this is really my message for you today is, you know, let's, let's break the mold. Okay, let's let God break the mold. We can't really break anything, but God can break the mold. He can break a heart. He can break rules <laughs> that aren't even his rules. He can uh, break the demonic strongholds. He can break every chain in Jesus' name. And, you know, I just I pray that today where maybe you might be frustrated because you feel like things are not going the way you want them to. Well, that's probably the point. The, the point is God is trying to get them to go into, in, into a way or in the direction of a way that he wants them to go. And very often I've seen that God's ways are so much higher than our ways, you know, and oftentimes things look like they're falling apart when actually God is stripping things away and he's causing them to be rebuilt. The, the, the very foundation is corrected uh, for the new season, and he's going to launch you out. And so let's just, can we just let God break the mold there? You know, um, let me pray over you. And again, always message me if, if any of this speaks to you, because I think sometimes when we're waiting on the certainty of some pattern that we've been used to, and it doesn't come, then then we kind of fall into a hope deferred place. Uh, when the truth is, we just need to wait upon the Lord, right? So let me, let me pray just simply. God, I just I bless those within the hearing of my voice. It's a, a short message that you've given today, God, but certainly one that's um, coming through my own life and ministry and, and those that I know well who are serving you um, in ministry and business. And God, I just pray that you would break all, all the patterns in our lives that we can't seem to let go of and that you would change our expectation of you. That when we read the word from here on out, we would see how different you handle every situation, how you really weren't into patterns. Matter of fact, most traditions or uh, patterns that the Pharisees followed, you broke every one of them. You, you didn't like them much. It was what you did was you liked to turn the tables on those kind of things. And the, and Lord, I just pray that we would learn what real freedom looks like. And that's really handing you the reins and saying, you know, Jesus, do whatever it is you want to do. If that means shutting everything down that I've been doing in these last seasons, then so be it because, you know, you're still taking me somewhere. And I know I want to be right in the center of your will where there's life and life abundant and harvest and fruit. And God, I thank you that you're faithful when we obey and we come with you. We follow you instead of us thinking we do something and drag you into it. It's, it's more of let us, let us understand, God. It's more of us following in your footsteps, God. Let your spirit uh, wake us in the night with direction, with blueprints, God, uh, just with dreams, Lord, with details like you did even with the ark, God, where you, you said do this and do that, go here, go there, use this material, 
uh, don't use this material. All of those things, God, I would ask that you would now open heaven and, and begin to pour out heaven's blueprints. God, that you would unroll some of the scrolls that are for this season, for ministry, for life, for personal relationships, for that which we're called to do in this season. Lord, that you would give us divine strategies, uh, especially, God, when they're brand new and you are springing something up from a desert. Lord, I, I pray that we would have hope rise in our hearts even as, hear, as we hear this message, knowing that you are completely inexhaustible. Just because you've done one thing with us doesn't mean it's the only thing or the only way you're ever going to do it. You want to show us so many other ways that you speak, that you work, that you operate. And Lord, I pray that you would direct our eyes through your word to be able to see how you ebb, how you flow, how you move, how you converse with people, how you heal, how you deliver, and how unique every situation was to you. I thank you, Lord, that people are that important to you, that you do not treat everybody and everything in the same manner in all situations because you know exactly what everybody needs, Lord. I bless you, Jesus, as we go today. Take us on an adventure. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you guys next week. We hope today's episode has blessed you and encouraged you to pursue Christ passionately. To join us again for more encouragement, equipping, and empowering, subscribe to the 320 Podcast. We would also like to invite you to enjoy our round-the-clock radio station, Royalty For Real Radio for Women, at royaltyforreal.com. That's royalty, the number four, real.com.